today. This one's technically going to be the first one, I think. Oh, okay. Um, it's Undefined, right? The podcast. <laughs> What's the music? Know. I don't know yeah, what the music. I, I gave my friend, I was like, I texted him, I was like, hey, would you like to make a theme song for my podcast? Is it going to be soft? Is it going to be? I don't know. He asked me those questions. He's like, what's the what is it about you know i said to re- like send him a text about it but i'm gonna try probably gonna send him like a like couple episodes and then i'm gonna give him the idea of what the podcast is and i'm gonna send him some examples of what <laughs> you're gonna send him a couple episodes and he's gonna start being like hey when's the next episode coming out because i'm trying to listen <laughs> trying to catch up i'm trying to get my morning run in or morning drive he's the only one that listens to it they <laughs> <laughs> go oh shit we got one listener out there <laughs> um yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. It's gonna be. It's gonna evolve. So I don't know. Like the reason I started this was, you know, I've been talking about it for like a couple years, and I feel like now is the time where I do have something to say. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's try it and then see what happens. I've listened to other podcasts to see how they structure out their podcasts and stuff. Like I've done my research. Right? Yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm one of those people, and and I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do? And so. I'm going to let it grow organically. I have an outline of what I think I want it to be. But then it can always change. But it will change. Okay, that's how I want it to kind of evolve. Yeah. Got to set the tone, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think we... We have a lot of expectations for this. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But yeah, so like this is how it is. This is the first episode. Do you have a name yet? Yes. What is it? It's undefined. (sighs) Having to define... Uh, what you're arguing, what you're debating, like uh, kind of stripping it down to see the commonality between different things and what it comes down to. Yeah, give me any example. Huh? As, like, give me any example. Because um, I don't want to get political. Right now, the whole thing is like a political Ooh. thing. So then it makes it seem like I'm How trying about, to make a political statement, but I'm not. How about you take your balls out of a jar <laughs> and put them on and just say it? Uh, COVID. What 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 is it that scares people about COVID, right? Mm. Because like the conversations about COVID like range. So we can find like, some commonality between them. Yes. Of the different views. Yeah. And then yeah, find yeah. commonality. Yeah. Them. Everyone understands that we're on the same team. You know, like it's just kind of one of those things. So a lot of people have to define that, and it's hard for people to do that because it has to. It makes them have to actually pay attention and like look at it and analyze it and stuff. Like what is okay? Like uh, wearing masks. So defining COVID. Yeah, because that's two conversations, or I, I could see as two different. <clears throat> oh, One is like the disease many. itself and how like research is always emerging because it's such a new thing. So people get upset that oh, why didn't they tell us this? And it's like this is a, this is why we're in this situation. Like, we're trying to figure out how to combat this, you know? Mm-hmm. But because everyone didn't follow these rules, it's spreading faster. And so then, like, people are like, wait a minute, you're infringing on my rights because, uh, like, <laughs> you open these and you open that. And it's like, but wait a minute. <clears throat> so now we're talking about, like, government stuff. <laughs> you know? yeah. But, like, the actual, like, disease, that's a whole other conversation. A uh, virus, yeah. you know? But people mix them together. And so then that's why there's this, like, friction between two sides. Or, like, I mean, like, how could they not be mixed, though? Yeah. To the point of what the podcast is, it's knowing that that exists. Like, it's hard you just have to take the time to, to like analyze that and know that someone else's experience is going to make them look at a situation differently. 
And so then how do you work with that? Then you can have that conversation. But if people are still like... So what are they, what, what's the root of the problem? You're trying to find like, this is the root of this problem, this is the root of theirs. Yeah. Because all, these, all how... these other things that they do are just, you know, they can go to the wind. Uh, they don't really make a difference. Whether anyone yeah. does those, yeah. those little things. Progress. But it's the root of the problem. Yeah, because both sides always end up saying like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't do this. Yeah. And it's like, that's not always. the point. Let's talk about what we did do. Yeah, that's what we did do and what you we know? can do. Yeah. Like, okay, that didn't work. Let's forget about it. Move on. But they bring it up. It's almost like no mistakes can be done. God, yeah, I it's know. Like, you can make that mistake. You don't have all the answers. And I think that's a common misconception that people have, like, government has all the answers. Mm-hmm. You know? they know, We know that they're hiding stuff from us, you know? Yeah, I know. We know it. <laughs> and they, um, that cool-ass thing, for anyone who's listening to this for the first time... Aliens are real, all right. And if you thought that, and if you thought that, then good for you. You have a very creative, outspoken mind. But they are real. And then, what is it? This year they released yeah. documents like thirty-seven thousand documents or something, being like, "Here's the Pentagon's uh, mm-hmm. sightings and this technology and whatnot." Yeah. So. Yeah, it's 2020. That's kind of weird. Oh my God. This is like a turning point. (laughs) Yes, this is a landmark in humanity. This is the Industrial Revolution. We have disease. You know, 2020. This is where it all... Mm -hmm. This is where it all changes. We're in that that transition phase. I would think, like, you reach a point. I mean, mean, that's how we got to where we are. We're always constantly questioning, like, everything. But now, it's like creative curiosity. So people mm. are conspiracy theories are blowing up during this time. This generation right now. Yeah, like it's either like the, yeah, they know. Like either either we're really revealing a lot of things. Are they? Or, That's true. You know, That's or, true. What if they're giving us what we want? So we'll shut up about it. Yeah. That's just proven to my point more that they're real. They're <laughs> out there. Yeah. I'm not, we're the only planet with so, sentient life. So do you think we're gonna start seeing them interact on media? Um, <laughs> like if there were aliens, do you, like within the next twenty years, there's gonna be sighting physically, not just like a craft or something. Mm-hmm. You think that gonna happen in our lifetime? I hope so. I don't know, but I hope so. You know, you always what see. If- I my Google feed always tells me what I want, <laughs> what I want to see, because you know it's always listening to yeah, me. I know. Oh, I hate that. It's a simulation. <laughs> yeah. Simulation? Did I say that? Assimilation? Right? A, a simulation. A simulation. Yeah. See, it's a weird time. Like, the, two, the, the class of, like, 3,000 is going to be learning about this. <laughs> Man, 2020. These motherfuckers. Yeah. So, kind of tell people a little about you, then. About so, me? Yeah. Have like you ever told of, them about you? Um, no, not yet. Mm. I mean... If they're they in this podcast, they me. know me. They want to know more about you. <laughs> I know. That's why through conversations, we're going to... Oh. That's what I mean. Okay. All right. So, we played, what, 21 questions? You want to play that? 21 questions? Oof. How That's a lot of questions. It is a lot of questions. That's too many. <laughs> oh, we could do that New York Times thing that I told you about. Which one? Um, so, there is the New York Times, like, put out this article of like how to know you're gonna have lasting relationships like there are questions where it it requires people to get deep 
but they're very simple questions. And so you can see how people, how far people want to go. But in the process, it kind of, those questions bond, about that bond, like, because they share these types of stories. And I was like, wow, so I've done it. Did it get deep? It did. Oh. It did. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. But yeah. All right. So the first one is given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Oof. Anyone in the world that are alive or what? Yeah, I guess however you want to interpret the question. That's pretty much anyone in the world. Oh God, that's a hard one. Because it's like, you want to go with a celebrity, you know, it just, it's just, that's a very cool experience. I guess someone you know, you know, you just haven't been to dinner with them in a while and you're like, wish I had dinner with them again. Um, Can you tell me yours? So I'll tell you mine. So recently I was thinking about that question. Um, and my, I think my answer changed, but I don't know. Cause I, I that was a kind of a hard question for me. Cause I was like, I don't really would, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't think of anybody. So then all that I would think about were historical figures where I was like, Oh, that, yeah, I would want to talk with someone mm. like that. Um, so I ended up picking Alexander the great. <laughs> I know. And then, uh, but recently that guy fucks. I'm just Let's saying. go. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you know that he would. Uh, he, he took over a lot. Oh yeah, that's why he's I'm like a, so interested. He's a great uh, str- <laughs> strategist, but uh, he would sleep with his like his soldiers and stuff, and be like, "Yes, yeah, like uh, come in me," <sighs> just because he would be like, "Yeah, it's, I'm getting their power and strength." What? Him. That's crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. Thing he did. That was a thing. That was a thing he did. Wow! Yeah. Like now I have your your strength and your power inside me, and I'm ready for battle. Well, talking about that really quick, I, there was this uh, um, that that lady. Somebody posted that lady of who puts drinks sperm every day to get rid of COVID. What? Yeah, it's what weird. she. Don't but she drink it out of a cup or out of a dick. Because <laughs> that's a real it's question. A cup. She, Whoa, she you're a creeper. It. You're a creeper. She referred. Can you imagine if that was a guy? People would not respond the way they're responding to her because I'm showing oh, the video. Oh, most of her. definitely not. Most definitely. I'll show you not. the video of this lady. Yeah, um, she freezes it, so he just comes in a cup. I don't know if it freezes, but it's like a cooler, I think. Um, Does her friend give her her cup that she married? <laughs> Is her husband? Where did she get her cum from? I did from? not want to read about her, but I want to know where she gets her cum from. Right? <laughs> that's that's, that's worrying. I know. Does she do full like I'm doing this for? Y'all are not watching this video right now, but she looks like she sucks the cum right out. Oh my god. She she's not drinking it. She rubs it on her face. I've heard that too. I used to have a coworker. I'm not gonna say any names. <laughs> um, oh my god. But they used to also collect their husband's cum and put it in a Ziploc bag. Not as fancy in a jar, but you know, just in a bag. Oh and then you use that as a like facial. Yeah, I've seen. Thing. Because she there's so much that. protein in it, or and yeah. other enzymes, yeah. that's life. <laughs> <laughs> full circle. Yeah, full circle. Full circle. It comes out, goes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So, 
So there's a reason girls get facials now. And that's why. Wow. They're like, okay, come on. That's not They're true. like, come on my face. And it's, that's how it's, it's not really for you, man. It's for them. Oh, my God. And they're like, this like, moisturizer. My skin's going to look great tomorrow. <laughs> See, now I've un- we've uncovered the mystery. No. <laughs> so if any women are listening, let them come on your that face at least once. See how your skin turns I mean, out. At least for a week. There's crazier things. Then I was reading through the comments because I'm like, people are probably having a field day with this kind of story. And then they were, they were asking, like, how does she get it? Like, is it might as well, if you're all natural, just do it from the source. <laughs> um, it's just people go in on Yeah, like, yeah. yeah <laughs> milk the cow. You gotta... <laughs> yeah, drink the milk. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways. Not, enough of that. <laughs> um, Alexander the Great. Yeah, interesting guy. I would want to have dinner with him. Um, but recently, um, who I've been having on my mind a lot lately is Robin Williams. Oh, would, would be amazing. Right? That would oh, be. Would it, do you think having dinner with Robin Williams would be more of him on an act or him being himself? Himself. And would you like the person that I feel like I would like the person that he is? Yeah. Um, I hate that uh, he. Had to struggle with that. I know like, that depression. You know, I think yeah. that was a big highlight because he was people. a happy guy. Yeah, I think that was a huge highlight for people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I would want to hear like how oh, he feels yeah. about his it. stories, yeah. his his wisdom, yeah, and the way he'll deliver it. Yeah, oh, he committed. God, I just laughed so hard at <laughs> dinner. I've <would> died. <laughs> I choke on my food, and yeah. I would die from laughing so hard. Yeah. He has some interesting quotes that I'm like, whoa. Like, reading them now, I'm like, he was... He's very deep. He was trying to, he was like... A, he was a poet. Yeah, he was. You know? Very yeah, cool. he so, had a lot of deep thoughts. He and did. He, and the fact that he could put it on paper was very interesting. Because, you know, when you have those thoughts, you're like, yeah. I don't know what to do with them. I'm just going to kind of ignore them or... Yeah. Yeah. Come to the side. That's what you were telling our friend to write in his journal oh yeah to remember those things yeah 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 that's true it helps it does have you done it yeah i've done it does it help it does and i think recently i've been feeling more to write again because it's uh i'm like there's some stuff happening yeah so have you thought of one? Oh, someone i would like to have dinner with mm-hmm. okay god whoa that's a big yeah, just have dinner with God. Damn. How do you imagine that even happening? Um, I almost die. <laughs> and it flashes, you know, and it just flashes. And, uh, so and I'm just pers- sitting with him. And he has my favorite meal. And I'm like, what? But we're at a restaurant, so there's no way my meal is going to be at a restaurant. <laughs> and just answers my questions or just tells me knowledge and then I come back <laughs> and I come back and I actually survive I'm like I saw him I saw him hmm. wow. you think that would happen? no <laughs> <laughs> no but would it be cool? in a scary way it would be cool mm, because then yeah. are, am I dead? <laughs> that's weird one and then yeah let's do one more would would you like to be famous 
In what way? I'll tell you right now, for me, no. I would just say yes, but in a... Uh, what's a celebrity that's very low-key? There's a few. There's a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, Not Will Smith. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You'll be memed. You'll get an entanglement. <laughs> that's what you'll get. Yep. Oh man, poor Will. God, I know. Did you watch that? Yeah. She's such a bitch. Yeah, I said uh, it. I said it. Was <laughs> listening to this, I said it. Fucking, oh fucking. Um, you know, because I saw Will hurt. I feel it's like, why would you right. air that laundry? I know. I don't think they should have done that. Like you, did you pull him into this? Like, hey, let's talk about this live. You know? Yeah. What? I know. Because like, he was getting that information for the first time. Yeah. And then... Oh, it looked like it. <laughs> yeah. And when he received it, I saw him like tear up a little bit. It looked like it. And I'm like, I like yeah, to think it was it just the like lights. It. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. But I saw him get very angry. And there was still yeah, a lot of body language just... going on that was... They didn't need to not... do that. Okay. Well. Yeah, they shouldn't have done it. They didn't need to. They should have just let August Alcina... Just speak whatever he wanted to. I mean, that's that's crappy of him. No, but that. he wanted to know. Of Ooh. course. Wouldn't you want to know? Ooh. Is your wife slept with... Yeah, but not in front of the whole country. Oh, the definitely world. not. Like, why would you have I that conversation? I would bring it up at home. Yes, why would you have that conversation and find that information out for the first time? Yeah, like, like right people talk. Like show. they, They don't know your relationship and they don't need to know. Y'all do you. But people, that's why I feel bad for him because I'm like, people have things to say. I'm like, let's let air out some of your stuff. I bet you yeah. wouldn't want to feel like so good about what you did or what didn't happen, you know? I'm like, everyone has something. So, yeah. like, they just went through that. Do you think their kids are picking a side? I don't think so. I think they're very, uh, very mature. Very mature? Yeah. To understand that, like, they, that their parents have these type of. Yeah. Things happen, and that's just being in a marriage. I think they like learned that pretty early. I think they're pretty they're, cool kids. Yeah, they are. They're pretty cool. Like I was like, you know, I hate how cool you are. <laughs> I know. That's what I. I, yeah. I was just more jealous. I wish I was that cool at that age. Yeah, I wish I was that cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I wouldn't want to be famous. In any way. In any way. I mean, like, I know starting a podcast puts me in a position where... Because, see, that's the thing. Like, I've been infamous. That's, I, it, ha, it was in the beginning. Like, in, when I was growing up, I was like, I want to move to California and make movies. And I want to be famous. But as I've grown up, and just even even when at that age, I, I, when I said that out loud and I started to notice, I'm like, oof, like, you are... you Your life stops. Your real life. And then... <laughs> And then all of a sudden, you are only, you can only be almost, you can only be almost one thing for people. Like you can reinvent yourself, but it has to stay within like uh, how we know you as, you know? And I think that's kind of like, that sucks. Cause then like, if you do something that's opposite of the persona you made in Hollywood, then like people are like, what? But some people who are, who like remain themselves, being themselves can do any type of role if you notice. The Heath Ledger, oh, like those yeah. types of people, like they end up knowing how to like encompass their role, and that's why they're really good. And then it like, it like fucks with you, you know. And then that's how you have all these like crazy Hollywood people like mm. saying all these things. Um, so then I was like, yeah, like fame is not something. Like yeah, a- like uh, I think wealth is wealth is something getting used to. 
Because once you're that wealthy, you're just like, that's just part of my life. Like, I'm just wealthy. Yeah. Right? And then you, through that, though, you are becoming someone else. Yeah, I think so. Because now you don't have, you have different stresses. You don't have the same stresses. I hope to, I hope to have that issue. Do you want to be famous? Do I want to be famous? I I want to be famous to a certain extent. To an extent? Yeah, to a, like, I... You know, I've always wanted to be a famous fighter. I knew that came with it. But it wasn't fame I was chasing. It was glory. Oh, whoa. You know? Yeah. I got deep. It's a weird... Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, yeah. Really quick, though. What is glory? Glory? Yeah. It's just feeling the pride of the fans, the people. Feeling the pride of the people closest to you. To have... Interesting. To have power in... I don't know. Uh, it get, uh, clearly, there's a Webster's definition for yeah, glory. Yeah, but for you, like, what does that mean? Uh, it's like a, a never-ending source of respect. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I thought when you first said it. Yeah. Because you said pride of the people. Yeah. And like the that it creates that respect. That's cool. But then you get it from your peers as well, because that's. Mm-hmm. that's the best part it's yeah. like the fans are something and that's great yeah but then the you get a badge the of honor fighters yeah it's like it's like you fought well and that whole exchange and feeling between you it's like it also brings you together that's cool yeah mm-hmm. so today what what could be our theme today life Let's define what that means to people, you know. That's what I was That's wanting to talk about. And a lot lately with my clients, with my family, with my friends and stuff. And especially this year, I think I told you earlier, with the COVID thing, with like all these big events, election year, Black Lives yeah, Matter, yeah. all these things. Kobe Bryant died. That's <laughs> all the these things we had this year. I mean, after that, it was downhill. <laughs> That's true. That was January. Once mama went out. Bam. Bam. The whole thing just what, fell Did you apart. see that? He, all, he held our whole economy together. Yeah. Like, it was him. And every time I think of in Champions, I think of that one uh, Mexican woman, Xochitl. Or, oh, yeah. What's her name? You mean when we were talking about names Yeah, the from... runner. The which one? The runner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they always Lorena. Said, the uh, light-footed woman. Yeah, the light-footed woman that can beat anyone yeah. at running up <laughs> mountains and treacherous trails. In Chancas. <laughs> She's an indigenous lady from Mexico. Yeah. And she wins all these marathons, marathons. or like ultras. Yeah. Ultra marathons. <clears throat> and um, yeah. And she just runs in her sandals. All these brands want to sponsor her. And she gets them. She accepts them. But she doesn't really wear them. And when they interview her, they, they ask, so why don't you wear any of these shoes? You're like, yeah, they're pretty. But I don't really wear them because... The people who are wearing them are usually behind. <laughs> oh man, when she says that, I was like, she, but she didn't realize that she did a burn. Think she does. You think I so? Think the the look on her face <laughs> when she says it, she's like, so, like those are the people that are behind me wearing these, and then looks at the camera all like <laughs> devilish, and, uh, and it's like they oh, live. You know, you know what you're doing. You're <laughs> they live such way. a simple life. They do. Like what her husband's like, we work all day and then she just goes on for a run. Like she'll run ten kilometers to get some water, run ten kilometers back. And she's like, I enjoy it. You know? 
I mean, God rest those people's knees that love to run all the time, you know? Um, And I wish everyone that knew or that loved to run knew how to run. Yes. So they could run longer. Yeah. Because I think that's the biggest issue. Have you ever seen people run? I love to people watch. I saw a woman run. uh, It's not like a stab at women, but this is just, you know. (laughs) Like, I just saw this uh, this woman run, and I was just, like, skateboarding near her, and I was, like, from far away, I thought she was running away from, like, a murderer. Oh, my God. Because her arms were just, like, flailing. Like, she's, like... <laughs> I was, like, is someone behind her? Because I need to turn around. And, no, it was just her running just awful like disgustingly running Oof. and it's like you're hurting your knees your elbows Oof. i don't even know how you're hurting your spine Her like spine, that. Like, yeah. yeah just everything and so i wish yeah. that people would take that and like if you love to run get a running coach yeah like you don't have to have a just running invest. coach for the rest of your life exactly you love this so invest in it you yeah. love your body well, invest in it yes you know yeah. um I should take those into <laughs> pop corn the kettle black. <laughs> um, but I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's yeah. the thing. See, that's the going back to the life thing. It has people thinking about stuff like that though. Now I feel like this year has done that, yeah. where they have to like think about where their life is heading, oh my gosh. and like what that means to them. And like you were saying, I think you you're experiencing life versus living your life oh yeah yeah, yeah. Right. having like a uh like just pretty much existing you know i'm sure everyone comes up to that to that bridge where everyone's where you're just thinking am i living life am i living life like i should or am i living life like i want to or am i just purely existing yeah you know and i think you can't have one without the other but there's definitely a a balance where you have to have more living, less existing, you know? And there's a part where you're, Hmm. Hey, I've made it. Um, let's say you've, you've conquered some dreams or you've conquered all the dreams that you, that you've set out or your goals that you've set out to make. And you've conquered these three, four goals. After that, you're existing for a little while in that, in that pleasure zone where you're like, this is the best part of my life right here. Or it's the whole reverse. And it's like, now, now that I've completed these goals, this is the worst part of my life. Cause I'm not working towards oh, anything. I see. And I think that's for me, that's mm-hmm. where I am, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, I've had all these goals and I've completed a bunch of goals and I'm, you know, I'm getting older but now I want to set new goals and I don't know what those goals look like, look like, or can be or whatever. Yeah. You know, Hmm. lately I've been having conversations with people not wanting to have the talk with themselves. And I'm just kind of like, time to listen to man in the mirror by Michael Jackson (laughs) and just really feel that smoke a blunt. Listen to man in the mirror by Michael Jackson and just really go in there. Like I've been fine during this time. Like uh, I have not had a breakdown. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Most people are like, "Man, I was in depression or something like that," and I'm just like, "Damn!" Like 
that's my thing. Like, I don't want to fall into that trap. Whoa, I didn't realize that I wasn't addressing these needs that I need to fill. Yeah. You know, and now I'm faced with them and I have to like either deal with it head on or just pretend they're not there. Uh, that's the worst though. Pretend yeah, no. they're not there. Um, and I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I think people find this, um, find that there's like, Hey, that's going to be on the back burner now because now I move forward with my life. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's some things, but others are like, Hey, I'm too far ahead in some other thing to deal with problems of the past. But I think those problems of the past always catch up to you. Like your past, yes. you, what is that? Say? Like your past always catches up to you. Yeah. Like, so you have to deal with it in one, like at one point in your life. Yeah. And it's better to deal with it now than deal with it later. Yeah. You know, cause it it's might come gonna... back bigger next time. Exactly. <laughs> what if it's like, uh, those pathological liars that they just lie their way into something Oof. You have to like, carry that. you know, an interview <laughs> and uh then they're like oh shit i'm over my head like i thought oh, i could do all this and i can't oh man yeah yeah you put all this on your resume yeah <laughs> hey, you remember you, uh... Uh, hey yeah we're gonna do this um, you said you could cooking. horseback ride right yeah that's what we need you to take this out yeah i need you to ride uh... this horse oh <laughs> Uh, take it out to the stable um yeah and i mean i get it like everyone lives in fear whether you know it or not right i think yeah i think so whether you know it or not yeah i don't get that you're always in fear of something okay right okay and so like you might say oh no i don't fear anything i take everything head on there is a part of you you're driven by it a little bit we all are you know and and so I empathize with people with things that they're like struggling with, whether it's a personal thing, emotional thing, physical thing, um, kind of have to be patient with yourself, at least for me, like what I've, what I've been thinking about lately. If you yeah. want to live your life, you got to be a participant. If you want to understand life, then you got to listen and you got to observe and you got to ground yourself. and people don't want to do that things happen to them and they don't take the time to really listen to somebody or see how things are and then also not get overly emotional about it it's hard you have to ground yourself like you can't let it kind of always overwhelm you and you're reacting to what's happening like no be cool let it happen you can feel what you want to feel but you have to hold on to something anchor yourself so that you're able to deal with it Instead of reacting to it, you know, mm, yes. I love people, but they are kind of shitty too. Like as a whole, we are, <laughs> all, all yeah. of us are, because yeah. look at what we're doing to the world. But like, I also have to live, live it, right? Yeah. So I have to be a participant in life and like, you know, engage with people and do my part and all that stuff. Um, but if it was up to me, I'll probably just like sit back and be like, y'all ruin this world if y'all want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sit over there. Yeah. But you have to be participant. Yeah. But you have to, said. like I said, yeah. And I, I like what you said about um, grounding yourself. Like, but that's hard to that's hard to do when you don't know how to do it. Yeah, I know. You know, like yeah. where do you what do you ground yourself in? Do you ground yourself in thought? Do you ground yourself in just like a physical object? Do you like remember in uh, Inception? Oh, where yeah. they had to like grab something of weight of uniqueness. Yeah, and it's like it's almost that. It's it's just anything anything that you can grab onto to just be like 
this is the worst thing ever. I need to hold on. And it, I, I hate right. for it to be a person, right? Yeah, Because it can't be. Because you can't that. put your... You can't put your problems on someone else because you're your problems. Yeah. You know? And it's it's cool. Like, I like when couples are like, your problems are my problems. You know? Oof. And in the sense of, you're, you're, you could be my, like, support system. Uh-huh. There's right? a difference. Right? Right? But it can't be... My problems are your problems. Yeah. Unless they're financial and you're married, then they are. <laughs> yeah. You're stuck <laughs> with your it. <laughs> your uh, credit score is my credit score. <laughs> I didn't know you were four hundred thousand dollars in debt. <laughs> <laughs> you married me. You're yeah, stuck in it. <laughs> my gift to you. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. um I really uh, man. Uh, so I empathize with people. I get it. It's hard. Life is hard. You know, but at one point, like you said, you have to deal with it. And, you know, everyone deals with it at different parts of their life. My thing is, as long as you have a plan for it, I think I've told you that before, like separate conversations Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I need you to at least have a direction that you are thinking about going. If you're just wanting to be in your emotions and like complain about whatever I'm not the person. Maybe like 10 years, five years ago, I, I could be that person with you. I can still sit with you and feel it out like, oh, man, that sucks. Or like, oh, you know, but we have to eventually. You have to move on from it. Yeah. We yeah have you to... can't hold on to the same issues. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. that's, oh, yeah. Those, I don't want to say those people because, I mean, I could have done that. We've all time. done it. Yeah. yeah. It's all happening um, to us. But I understand what you're saying. Like, if you're having the same issue, whether it's like a relationship, job-wise, uh, just personal, and you're holding on to that same thing, and the same thing has been happening for year after year mm-hmm. after year, mm-hmm. then it's not that issue. It's you. It's mm-hmm. like you're not willing to humble yourself or or to do that hard part to change, yeah. you know, or to change whatever is bothering you the most, yeah. right? Whether it's like letting someone go yeah, uh, or... Letting something changing go. a habit, forgiving. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh, I <laughs> could imagine. Like, I don't have. I have a ton of friends with depression, and now that it's more prominent, oh, you know, man, you yeah. hear about it more. And I'm and I'm glad that they have, uh, you know, me or someone else to like have that outlet, um, and that it's more uh, accepting now in the world. You know, like I'm glad that they can be like. I'm feeling depressed, you know? Yeah. And it's like, great. I'm glad you can talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you want to talk about it? Or do you just want, like, or do you just want me to listen? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's important to just be like, hey, you want to let it out? Listen. You know, mm-hmm. it's part of the life. You know, when we're talking about life right now, it's like, <laughs> that's, for people with clinical depression, I think it is part of their life. Yeah. And That's a conversation that I have a lot to say about. <laughs> I think we've talked about that because I don't think we have. Well, we we'll make it another podcast episode because oh, that's a okay. whole different. Oh day. wow! Okay. But real quick, what I'll say about that is that I agree with you. Like, I'm glad that that's becoming more mainstream for people to talk about those types of mental issues. But there's also like I hear that that's why I'm coming from a mile away. <laughs> well, that's why I'm going back to school and like studying that because that's really interesting to me. Because real depression or clinical depression or severe depression, that's like serious, you know. And I don't think everyone in the world is suffering through that. And I think this movement of like talking about mental health is great. 
there's also like a fine line where we have to be mindful of not making people think that they have something very... That they don't. Yes. Because there's a difference between like managing your emotions and then also having Mm. something that is completely dictated by either chemical imbalance or like there's different variables to that and and we're mixing it a little bit too much where I think some people are just they just need to talk some what things is, out or yeah, new people yeah. in what their life what is that called when uh, when people think they have something and they don't or they think they they have everything it's yes. It's you some... look it up on WebMD and stuff. <laughs> what is it? Uh... Yeah, where you're like, oh, I have this now. I have, I have diabetes. I also have clinical depression. I also have cancer. Yeah. I also have AIDS. Wow, what? you're what? still standing. What? Yeah. <laughs> I also have malaria. Oh man. And the flu and COVID and COVID <laughs> and everything. Oh It's like, well, calm down. Yeah. You know, uh, but I, I, I see what you're saying with yeah. that. It's so there's, there's like there's some that do need to just that talking through, and we're in a world that it's more accepting, but society still hasn't, even though it's more accepted, Yeah, people haven't moved to the stage where, um, how do I say that? It's, we haven't, man, I don't even know how to say it correctly. <laughs> it's like we're trying to find a way to, like for someone else to know how to react to someone's, uh, how to respond to intellectual like or emotional oh. IQ. I don't know. Oh don't know yeah. That's hard to teach people, you know, like, yeah, like, you're, like you're, you're feeling a certain way. Yeah. Like you're all in your feels and you're telling me about it. Maybe you know how to process it by talking about it and mm-hmm. explaining yourself and that's cool, but I don't know how to receive it and give it back to you yeah. or, or receive it and just be, Oh, Okay. Like, do I say, oh, okay, that sounds great. And yeah. then I move on from that conversation. <laughs> yeah. You know, or like, yeah, yeah. thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Or do I say, um, hey, I'm really sorry you're feeling that way. It's not really, is there anything I can do? You know, yeah. because it's not a yeah. problem with me that you have. Yeah. Right. It's something within yourself that you're dealing with and you're just trying to share with me to like, yeah. you know, work through it. But I don't know how to, you know put that back on you mm-hmm. you know and just so yeah there's like, a lot of there should be a high school oh man could part. you imagine <laughs> could you imagine a high school full of like this is i'm gonna get some shit for this one if we, <laughs> well, this is I'm a like, national radio thing <laughs> we'd get some well shit. this is so real quick um part of this also is i don't want to start this podcast to say like there's a right or wrong way to do things this isn't a podcast about this is how it is it's more of a conversation. And so I don't want this to also be like a gotcha moment because yeah. that's what everyone is doing right now where it's like, see, this person said this and this and that. Yeah, and where like, they get all their facts off yeah, of their podcast. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. Tell me from... Or documentaries off of yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, no, th- like I don't want... I, this podcast, the goal that I started it is because I wanted people to learn how, how to be able to communicate what you're trying to say. Mm. Right, and so that's why it's undefined because I think people don't know how to define their argument or with their beliefs. If you question them, you usually will hear people struggle trying to figure out how to answer what you're asking, yeah, and they either get emotional and retreat or they give you 
they never give you their opinion. They give you an opinion they heard from someone else. And so it's never what they think. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And so, and that's everything right now. In politics, like if you ask somebody about their politics views, they probably tell you what they've heard, but not really what exactly they, they, they themselves believe. They probably give you oh, what, no, I what think the majority of people are oh, saying. Oh, I think it's the complete opposite of really? it. Really? Yeah, when it comes, or well, at least when it comes to that, what I've heard is what I've heard not what I believe. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I, mean. I thought you meant the opposite. Oh, no, no, I'm no. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm defined. No. Yeah. I don't even have to define that. Wow. See, get off. <laughs> We're done. This is done. No, but that's the thing. And I, and I feel like that's a lost art. And, and that's why this podcast, I don't want to tell people how to live their life or, or like be afraid. Of, if I, We're probably going to say some things that people might not like, but you don't know enough to still have an opinion about it. Yeah. I yeah, think, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's like, we have forgotten how to talk to people. And so whenever you don't see them, you assume a whole life about this person and what they think and what they're most likely to do just because you heard this one clip. And then that defines you for the rest of your life. So I'm scared for the young people growing up in this age. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) And to to have no... And that brings you back to the life thing. You know, what is life, you know, back in 19... 80 you know compared yeah. to now and completely it's, different yeah even to the 90s you know and <laughs> it's your life can be on the internet there was no internet etiquette yeah. you know back when the internet started and so you have a bunch of people's information and dirty secrets and yeah. stuff like just out there and they didn't they didn't have anyone to navigate them to be like hey this is not okay don't put that on there yeah. And then now you're younger and you have all that technology at your fingertips and you're doing all these things and no one is teaching you and no one knows how to teach you to be like, hey, this is not the, the way to do it. This is not the way you post things. This is not the way you mm-hmm. you handle things, you know, because anything you post now and anything you you subscribe to or anything, it's for anyone to make their judgments on. And that could be someone's life like their life is online you know yeah and so their avatar you can yeah their yeah perfect Mm -hmm. their avatar and now their avatar can be attacked but that is their life yeah you know that's how they live yeah you know i've told you this before where i feel like technology is not a good thing Uh, i don't know i'm still on that side i'm still waiting for it to convince me otherwise it's it and i only say that because it it steers away from actually having to deal with something. And whenever something steers you away from having to deal with something, I don't think that's good for you as, as your personal development, you know, like whether it be anything, I mean, it's like addiction, right? So like if something takes you out of, out of like engaging with other people or or connecting, then I don't think that's a, in the long run, I don't think that's a good thing. And of course, like, it's done good things, right? Like everything has a good outlet. You know, we've connected with people across the world and all these like maybe familial things that 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 we've learned by the internet. But I don't think uh, we were meant to always be connected that way. I think sometimes you can end, like sometimes you might not see somebody again and that's okay. You know, oh, like yeah. I think ending things is is a natural part of life. 
and learn how to do it. That's if you hear that, that's my dog in the background. He is snoring. Snoring. Hard. He He's dreams. having a good ass dream. He's dreams. He dreams. He dreams a lot. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> Have you seen him run? That's what it looks like. Yeah. No. Not like. Yeah. But he like moves his paw oh, a little bit. Yeah. 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 I want to know. I would love to see what a dog dreams about. I know. Tell me a dog doesn't have a soul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will fight you to the death. <laughs> oh, man. Do all animals have souls? I don't know. That's the spirit. That's another podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's about animals. I don't know. Animals are pretty interesting. I think, I don't know. We're all connected in some way, and I think there's an element of animals that have that that we haven't really we can't understand because it's we don't speak their language we can see them like behaviorally like who's to say what's going on in there i don't know oh, true you know i saw some study about how many neurons was in uh i think a gorilla whenever they do those studies and they say like numbers who counted them Ooh, no um i can find that for you okay there's yeah, a way to literally count them. i want to know that like even like stars in the <laughs> in the galaxy where they say oh yeah well duh there's a lot <laughs> like you can tell me a there number are, there's this a many things yeah, yeah i'm like there what? are a lot of stars <laughs> what, what? Yeah. i thought there was just two <laughs> yeah there's a lot oh man. yeah how does that work that's what this podcast will be about <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah yeah we will give you your answers people <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let me do my research on the brain and i will get back to you because <laughs> that's that was pretty interesting i listened you, so to you saw it? it you read um, about it or no, no, no i just listened to a bunch of like neuroscientists talk about it mm. and it was really interesting only because it, they were going on the intelligence of animals you know how animals live lives is very I would say it like primal, primordial, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's just very simple. It's very like straight to the point. And how, how humans live life oh, man, yeah. is, way is complex. in any way we want it, you know? Like that lady running, you know, what if that's her life. Running, she lives for it. Everything she does is just extra. Her work her life, her family, I don't know, you know, everything is extra, but she lives to run, even though she runs terribly, you know? <laughs> Which lady? The lady I was talking about at the beginning, where she oh. was like flailing her arms <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, like I appreciate that. She likes it. Some people don't run. Yeah, what it... They're sitting on the on the couch doing nothing. Yeah. That's yeah, why, honestly. yeah, like, I've always, I'll always be on the side of humans, you know, and I can... What do you mean on the side of humans? <laughs> I'm rooting for humans. But even as much as I think that they are... God, they I mean, have a lot to learn. They have, we, we do. Have a lot we to, have a lot to but learn. But I'm, I'm, I'm an optimistic person for humanity. And I always fight for <laughs> the human aspect of people. Even though sometimes they can show you the worst part of, their, of themselves. But that's why I'm also interested in the psychology. Because I feel like I've told you this before. We, this could be a different podcast. Uh, he and I always have this conversation about can people change? And I uh, truly think they can, right? Nope. <laughs> I think people can change. There's that's We'll go into that another time. But people are hard on each other, right? And so I get it. There's things that we need to fix. We need to do. There's a lot of work to be done. People are suffering. We, like, yeah. But don't let anyone convince you that this world is bad. I think if given the chance, people would do the right thing. The majority. I know. Wait. 
But because of circumstance, people are going to respond in maybe a way that might not be beneficial to everyone just for themselves. But I honestly, I can like, that's why if someone attacks a side or if someone is attacking someone, I always try to, I'm not afraid to have conversations. I have friends who think of the, the opposite of me, you know, and I have conversations with them and I don't get heated about it. I want to hear what they say. I want to listen mm-hmm. to what they have to say and question what they have to say, not in a judgmental way, but I'm like, I want to know. In a fact-finding way. Yeah. Like, I'm not... And I think if people are more like that, you're able to see that we're all kind of wanting the same thing, but we're approaching it differently. And it's probably not the way you would do it, but you would probably find an understanding of, okay, their experience and their upbringing led them to believe this way. Kind of open the door to like, Okay, maybe I can. Serial killers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, serial killers. I don't know. There's abnormal psychology, which is also interesting to me because I feel like people born, quote unquote, bad. Yeah, like, so I like a lot of dark movies, dark shows. Shameless plug to Mindhunters. Yeah. Mindhunters. Yeah. You know what? I haven't seen that show. I probably will watch it. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. It's interesting. You'd love it. You'd love the psychology of the whole thing. I've read about it. So it's interesting. And I think, uh, but even then, like, there's a lot of things in their life that, while I don't approve of the actions that that happen, you know, like, that's, you have to pay for those things. And Mindhunters, like, when they interviewed them, they find out that a lot of childhood's trauma. Oh yeah, that was led very... them into. So I think like some people are more prone to fall trapped to those things. Like so, um, if something very traumatic happened in your life, you're gonna have to to deal with that for the rest of your uh, life, uh, and it's gonna be hard. Yeah. yeah, dealing with those problems, <laughs> and it's gonna be hard. Like I remember a good show did uh, what was it Daredevil, the second season. I think they go into the Kingpin's like upbringing. Oh, and yeah. they show him talking to like a therapist. And you remember that? And then the oh, therapist. That was, uh, I thought that was Bullseye. That's right, Bullseye. Yeah. Yeah. He's That's like, the third. But he was already a killer. Like, yeah, but exactly. But, but he, he was what is it called? Uh, reformed or? Yeah. His, his therapist gave him coping mechanisms to not go through that route of yes, mo- of thought. I'm just. Kill him. It's cool. Yeah, and but he couldn't deal with a breakup, so it triggered him back into. How did he even get into special forces, having that know. medical like scratch on it? It's a show. It's yeah, a it show, is a show, but <laughs> it's dramatized. But to be honest, you know, yeah, how like you're gonna have that on your record, and they're gonna be but like, you know what? Cool. Sometimes, like people say, it's just show this movie. Life is stranger than fiction, though. Like, there's some stories right. out there in the world you're that right. you're like, that happened. Yo, yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm just yes, sir. <laughs> so, I'm, so when people like dog on movies and like shows, I'm like, oh man, there's there's some Gone Girl. That's another good movie. Never you, watched it. you need to watch it though. I, but it's <laughs> only... I watched that trailer, and I'm not being tricked by another trailer again. <laughs> no, I never saw it until like what five, six years later. I never saw it when it came out, but I just saw it during the quarantine. Oh, okay. and uh, it's all about controlling the narrative. What happens in that movie is crazy. I was in shock. Did you expect the ending? I expected it, but it was crazy to me how the story they were selling to the news and like the police was nothing close to what was happening for real. Because it was all 
spoiler alert it was all organized uh, so they controlled how they were telling the the kidnapping or the murder or like fake murder or whatever uh, and so if they if they were to go on the news and be like look we made it up and this is exactly how it happened nobody would believe them but they're saying the truth and that's how that's the world we live in now we have to control how how we look to the public that's why no one trusts the media it's all optics and i hate it so like if what matters no matter what politics in business it's all optics Oh, okay. You yeah. know, it's it's all how you how it looks to people. Yeah, yeah. You know, Perception and that sucks. is yeah is everything. That's why you dress up on your first day in an interview yeah. or anything. Yeah. It's like I like you could dress in what is it? I don't know, baggy jeans and a huge shirt and giant jacket and look like uh, what is that? Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness. And look ten times worse, and you could be the best person ever, but all that perception is everything. Yes. And then they're gonna be like, ah, oh, no, you don't care, guy. you know? Yeah. Or I have, God, I have like... these misconceptions about him, but yeah. And I get it. I get, I get it. But man, yeah, it's it's just, it's it's gone overboard now, because <laughs> Instagram is all about who you're Oh man. <laughs> So what is life? I'm really excited. Is life about, Instagram now? I'm really excited about your next podcast about branding. Oh yeah, That's, plug. <laughs> yeah, plug. Stay tuned. Another a lot topic. of, a lot of cool ideas coming your way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but life, yeah, just life is weird, man. And <laughs> you haven't smoked yet. And life is weird. Life is weird, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to. Life. Defining what is life, yeah. um, or undefining life. <laughs> well, it's um, undefined. Yeah, it is um, of how people live it. Yeah, you know, because uh, some people, um, let's take like religion. You know, they live in the uh, eyes of God, right? And they do everything so they can go to heaven, right? Or they do things the way they do it to be in God's grace and enter heaven. But then there's others that are great human beings but don't live in God's grace or don't believe in God, Mm -hmm. right? And the way they live it is is almost the same. The way they live their life is almost the same except for not believing in that part in any God. Yeah. You know? And so it's living life is... It's weird, man. Like, uh, <laughs> it's because everyone it's thinks... It's weird because it's lived in so many different ways yeah. that how can how can one definition fit everyone? And the ans- I feel like the answer is you can't. You can't mm-hmm. define it in one thing. It has to be like a multitude or a variety of multitude of things. <laughs> you know? And how, could, how do you imagine living your life? I think if you have a poor outlook on it, you're not humbling yourself, or you're not you're not willing to do the work to suffer. Because life is, to me, life is suffering. Yes, I think I agree. I think Gandhi said that, yeah. yeah. And I I totally believe it because there's so many more bad things and so much more hard work than there is just things handed to you. And unless you're beautiful, if you're a beautiful person out you're there, you're lucky. Yeah. 
You have no excuse. You have no excuse. The world gave you a gift. (laughs) All right, use it wisely. They do. Are you kidding me? Not everyone, man. (sighs) There's some people where I'm like, are you you really just going to let this pass you by like this? Like, you, you have so much potential. And you are over here bumming it out. What do you mean? Because it could be, they could be great looking, but they could have a shitty personality, or they could be, um, they could have no confidence. Yeah. You know? What about like uh, fat people that get in shape? You know, five, ten years down the line, they're like, I've never looked like this. You know, I've talked to many women, you know, in their 40s and 50s, and they would always show me, they're very proud of their, like, before pictures like ah, i used to weigh 300 pounds you know Mm. now i weigh a buck 30 or whatever and they're just so proud of that movement or that that change in their life the only the only issue that i always see them running back into is that after they make that change they still see themselves as that big person you know it's like uh, this was me. I was, I wasn't confident. I was overweight. I was lazy. I was this and that and whatever. Like bad mouthing themselves. And it's like, and this is what's gonna go back to. And we're gonna have this conversation again when we go to podcasts about people changing. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be a debate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be one of those Joe Rogan debates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember this. Um, they have always been that person. It's just that they're, I'm sure you've studied it a little bit, but their physiology is hooked up to their psychology, Mm. you know? And they see themselves as still that big person. And it's like, no, you've always been this kind of person. You've always been this person, right? But now you just have to navigate the world a little different in a more comfortable setting. Like... Hey, my house is, I've hoarded for years. My house is up to my neck in anything, you know, and cat shit. You ever seen hoarders? Yeah. And like people find like dead dogs and cats. And I'm like, what? How did you? let it get this bad. Yeah. How did you let it get this bad? But that's, but that's part of it. And it's like, whenever they, like they, they were holding on to things in their life and they couldn't let it go. Yeah. And it's like, you're always going to be that person. You're always going to be. Holding mm-hmm. on to things. Yeah, to me, <laughs> uh, to me so. it's that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but but you can hold you can train yourself to hold on to different things. You know? Yeah. Like that big person was that person. And now that they navigate life differently in a more comfortable setting, someone has a hoarded house, they empty it out. You haven't changed. Right? Your life is pretty much the same. But now it's more comfortable, you know? And now you get to make a choice. Do you go back to the life that you were living? Or do you move forward and, and face that you've had some kind of uh, issue in the past and move forward? Or do you regress backwards and live that same life? You know? Hmm. You know what I say to those people? <laughs> <laughs> what? I say you have to mourn that person that's that you good. were that you I, were that's good i mean how, but 
for how long uh, everyone you has their... To, either you need to more them or you need to kill that person <laughs> mentally in your head. Kill them. Yeah. Because kill people them. hold on to it, man. And that's what, like, I've talked to so many people and they say, man, I used to do this. I used to do... I'm like... You still do. I'm like, <laughs> you, like, you're older. You've grown. You've learned a lot of other things. Why are you trying to be the person who you were 20 years ago? Oh, like, let man. go of that. And if you're not ready to do that, then at least say, I'm not ready to do that. Okay. But if you're going to keep, again, keep complaining about the same thing that you can't do or like, well, it's because I'm getting older. No, you just have to adapt. To me, adapting is part of life, right? Mm. And, and especially, that's why like as a personal trainer, I try to teach my clients concepts as well. I don't like directly tell them, we're going to learn this today. But yeah. indirectly, concepts like adapting. We do a different exercise in a different way, in an unconventional way. But feel your body, feel yourself in your body, be present. And then like, you can still do it. You know, you can still, because it wasn't done in this very specific way, it, it trips you out. But it's like, no, you can do it. Just do it in this environment, this way. Oh, and it trips man. people out. They're like, uh, I don't know. I, don't I know. love how you put that. I can see them in their eyes trying to like, because they're trying to break from their former selves. They're like yeah. in this shell. Yes. And they're like, I can't, how do I, I put it? Like, you're a shell of your former self. And it's yeah. like, if you could just break out of that shell, yeah. squeeze yourself out, yeah. you know, you could see that you're, you're, you're better than you were before. Yeah. You know, yes. uh, there's a, I don't know. You know, Chelsea, oh, you kind of know Chelsea. Uh, she, how she trains clients and also how Steve, uh, her boyfriend, they run the school together. Um, how they run, how they teach people is like, and I love how you said that, that you teach them concepts. Because mm-hmm. to teach someone to do a push-up or lifts or anything, it's like, I can teach you, but you have to also be receptive and learn it and yeah, like don't take depend it, on me. Exactly, take yeah. it in yourself to be like, great, thank you so much for teaching me that. And now that I know, I will implement this, or I will, yeah. I will feel my body more, or look at myself differently when I do these things. Yeah. You know, when I pick up, you know, I've done deadlifts for three months now. Ah, oh, I drop something, mm-hmm. and now I go pick it up, and yeah. I can reach to the floor. You yeah. know without like aches and pains or having to like hold on to something. It's like really look at that, those, those little things yeah. and be like, I couldn't do this two, three months ago. And yeah. now I'm doing things I've never done. Yeah. But back to Chelsea and Steve, yeah. like they teach those concepts and I've seen them. That's cool. Teach it in a way like, Hey, we're going to do this. But really like what you said, feel your body. You're always changing. Um, what is that that they say? It's like, it's like a flow. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, yeah, we've talked about that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like. <laughs> the, the world has a en- rhythm. Life's a energy. Yeah. You know, is an endless flow. And you're, and the more you like push against the little waves, you know, mm-hmm. the more stuck you're going to be. And you're just like, no, nah, just ride those big waves. Yeah. You know, like you gotta, you gotta go flow through them and change. Yeah. As you're as you're going through them, yeah, um, like falling down, like there there's a way to fall without getting yes. super hurt. Yeah, right. Like people get hurt because they tighten up and then they they like. Can I tell you something real fast about falling? What? Just real quick, real <laughs> okay. quick. Okay, this is something I learned a while back, but I heard it from uh, an Israeli commando, and so I believed it, and okay. so I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, he had no reason to lie. 
um, the country, like the country itself, the government, would send judo instructors to like nursing homes and stuff. And they would teach the elderly how to fall. Right? That's because cool. It, because it's slippery outside, yes. right? There's ice. It gets cold. You're more prone you know, to... it's more prone. You go downstairs. Oh, I slipped on the stairs. Boom. Yeah. And I fall. So they would teach these. Uh, and I was like not too elderly. Not like you're 90 or something like yeah. that. But like you're getting up there. You're in your late six, I don't know, 60s to mm-hmm. 80s, whatever. And they're teaching these people how to fall. And I was like, that's amazing. You know, because there is a right way to fall yeah. and not hurt yourself. And now, instead of people tripping on ice and breaking their hips and elbows and wrists and all that other stuff, now you have a whole lot less of that. Because yes. all you did was say, I implemented something, right? These people looked at themselves and they're like, I can change from this and I can be a better me. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, cool. And now they have less fear of falling because they're like, I know how. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much value to that. Oh. And like it's simple like of teaching people to fall properly like no one would ever thought that that's what you have to teach. Mm. But it's a valuable trait to kind of have especially at that age. But it kind of if you it has carry over into a lot of things. It leaves the door open to speak about a lot of ways that it can be beneficial in your life and other aspects of your life. Cuz I think that's that's kind of going back to the point that I was making where it's like adapting what you learn some in one thing into other avenues in your life. You know, like if you figured it out in this, how would you figure that out in a different environment that has nothing to do with working out? The flow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a in a meet business meeting or in school, figure out what the flow is in that or, you know, it, not to get spiritual, but it there is. It's like it is. I was talking to my some of my clients and I was like you know, there's the world has a rhythm, has a cadence. If you listen, you can hear it. You know, not literally hear it, yeah. but even I mean, kind of like your heart, your heart, like how if how you feel about the things. clock. Yeah, like there's you can find a pattern to everything. <laughs> yeah, you, you can. Know? It's weird because getting philosophical, we haven't smoked or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> but like it's weird because like we add meaning to things. Things only mean something because we add meaning to it. And when we add meaning to it, you start to see patterns. I'm sort of a pessimistic kind of person as well because I'm like, nothing really matters. But we have to make it matter to live. Anyone can see (laughs) nothing really matters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, such a good song. Yes. But anyways, um, but like going back to what I was saying, like, but you still have to live your life. So we have to make it mean something to us. Mm -hmm. And when you try to make something mean something to you, you start to look at patterns. And that can go like into a negative and positive way. And so that's why it kind of leads into like why people tend to kind of have like a very negative outlook on their life. Like, oh, nothing's going my way. Well, you're creating that pattern. Or people who are the opposite. They're like, everything's great. But there's a middle ground to that. For me, I sort of come from like nothing matters, but I have to be like be a participant in this world. So I have to make it matter. And if I'm going to make it matter then it has to be a good thing, you know, like that it's leading somewhere good. Cause like, I don't know if somebody goes into it, like saying, I'm going to make this lead into something bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, or maybe sure they are. There is. I'm sure there is. I'm I want to sure meet that someone, person. I'm sure there's someone in a corporate setting or even at a construction site somewhere. <laughs> I would be like, like I'm going to make this go real bad or real fast. <laughs> I would be yeah. like, who hurt you? There are people out there that would just want to ruin it. Yeah. 
Or what do they say in Batman? Like, uh, what's that Batman 2 and with the Joker, with Heath Leather Joker? Yes. And, and, Great movie. Yes. One of my favorites. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I side with the Joker on it, actually. Really? <laughs> I you do. You just want to see the world burn? No, I don't want to see it burn. Because that's where it was going. No. I want people to realize their contradictions. That's what I want people to think. What do you mean? Like, everyone's full of contradictions. Yeah. And that was the point of the Joker. Like, Korean, if you're put in a position... Korean Irishman, Starburst, <laughs> I'm the Undead. Yeah, a bunch of contradictions. And yeah, but like, that was the point he was making. Like, there's a whole philosophy on the Joker, and we talked about this as well. But like, if put in the situation... See, my thing is, I think everyone should be... should. Not act on it, but tap into the dark part of themselves. Everyone has some dark and like effed up things that they probably think about, but never sure. say out loud. It's good to acknowledge it. Maybe even like write it out, get out of your system in the, like when you write it Don't out. Don't write it down. People might find it. They can it. burn it. They can burn it. Okay, write it down. Do a Burning burn Man it, situation. But don't, <laughs> but don't get yourself caught yeah, like that. I know, but don't, you need to get it out of your hey, head. Hey. Don't leave evidence. Okay. <laughs> but but the thing is, like, when you, like, everyone has that side of them. And, and when you try to pretend that you don't is when it sneaks up on you. Mm. And okay. so that was the point of the Joker where it's like, if put in the right situations, you could are capable, just as capable of doing something bad as the person that you've been, like, casting away in, into this, like, prison or whatever into this world. Like, they're bad. Oh, and it's yeah. like, you have the same capability to do that. And to pretend that you don't, that's what the Joker would tell the Batman. Oh, yeah. It's like, I mean, like we mess- need each other. You know? His message was very... Uh, it was extreme, no. It was, it I was wouldn't encourage people to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was very extreme, <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's... You have to look within yourself. Yeah. Like, you think, you think you're all the good guys, mm-hmm. you know, but you're one day away from being the bad guy. Yeah. There's a lot of bad things happening in the world. You need to look at it. Look at it. Acknowledge I'm not saying, it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to stay there. But you have to know that people are kidnapped. People do this to people. People kill people. Like, all these things. And when people are like, oh, I can't look at that. Like, I understand. Yeah, it's, yeah. No one wants to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. I'm not saying go and look but at I these things. But I think it's... Uh, but, when you're a certain age, right? If yeah. you're of age, no, yeah. you should definitely look at it and be like, the world has its evils. Yeah. Right? But it also has a lot of good in it. Yes. I think there's more... I think there's definitely more good than evil. I think so, too. But... And that, I think that's the optimistic side of us. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, I mean, you've been you've been around the world, right? Yeah. yeah. Not everywhere, but you've yeah. traveled and mm-hmm. you've seen people and yeah, most yeah. people are very kind and willing, willing to help. To help. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Everywhere just like, you don't even speak the language and they're willing to help you. Yeah. You know? And they're not there to hostile you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Not that some movies, like some movies try to convince yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They did not try to cut my Achilles tendons. That's Ooh, that part. Um, yeah, that there's there's a lot of good people, but they need people need to realize that there is a lot of evil, and to look at those mm-hmm. evil things that people do, I think it's mind opening. Mm-hmm, yeah, because it's uh, if you're living two of a sheltered life, right, and you're being protected all the time, and you don't know what the real world is capable of and is. You can't prepare yourself for yeah. what might happen. Yeah. You know, like when I tell everyone, I used to be a Krav Maga instructor. Yeah. That's still, I still am. Yeah. yeah. You never uh, lost it. You know, I never lost. <laughs> you still use it. Yeah. 
Um, I no matter where, real quick, I if I like if there's a danger situation or a sketch situation, I always think of like telling you so you can come with me, <laughs> just in case something happens. Yeah, we just gotta learn to get your right punch down. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But everyone you. should learn a little bit of self defense. Yes. Right, and it's it's not. So you could be like, hey, let me teach you something I learned. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me do this. You know, it's more of, uh, hey, I'm prepared for what might happen. Yeah. Like, am I ready for this gunfight that's about to happen in a school? No. Oh, God. But I can I can prepare for the worst. Yeah. You know? Um, I can have procedures. I can have things ready. You know? I hope they never happen. But you have to be, you have to be aware of those evil things. Mm-hmm. You know? But you have to be aware of those things in yourself too. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it, you could be you could be that person that does those things. Bad day. You know, and because you, you had a one bad day, mm-hmm. you know, or a multitude of bad days that yeah. put you down that path, and it could have been stopped either by, you know, usually people listening. Because mm-hmm. I think the biggest <laughs> thing is um, people being misunderstood. Yeah. And it's not even being misunderstood, but. Um, what is it? People not knowing how to communicate that they either understand yeah. or that they don't. Because when you tell someone, I don't know if you've ever spoken to anyone like that, that they feel misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you try to understand them, they're like, no, that's not what I mean. Or that's not how I understand. I mean, <laughs> yeah. me too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have- <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, we we know some people. We know some, yeah, people we know like some mutual people <laughs> and not mutual people and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but you you're trying to understand, but they're mad because you don't understand the way they understand. Yeah, and there's not really. I'm sure there's a way that we can listen to those people, and and at the same time they feel understood. Yeah. But I think it's person to person. And I think they have to be willing as well to to understand. Hey, they might not understand me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why it goes back to where I said I think everyone again tapping into like people changing, but we're not getting into <laughs> that. <laughs> that's why I think given the right, it's 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 timing, like the right person, the right environment, the right time, everything aligns oh. where someone can have that outlet where they are understood and they don't feel like. No, you don't get it, right? What about outbursts? Outbursts, there's never a right time. What do you mean? You know when someone has an outburst? Like, let's say someone just someone just snaps, and they're like, you just never listen. I wasn't the time. I can't. Like, yeah, of course it wasn't the time, but there's never, how do I say it? There's never a right time for bad news. You know? What if it's bad news that they're they're putting out there? What if they've had enough straw? Well, that's, I think that's a lack of communication, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a big communicator. <laughs> I need you to communicate. That was the one thing that I'm like, that's a non-negotiable. <laughs> I, need <laughs> I need you to, you to be to able to communicate with me. Anyone. We should have a um, podcast on relationships. I know. We would be great at it. And then look at us. Single. Great at it? I'd, <laughs> I'd be mildly okay. You know, on a hot sauce scale, I'd probably be that green area. <laughs> yeah, that green to yellow I think uh, you I think you'd be in the in the red red to, or the orange to red area <laughs> right there. oh man but there's a thing there's some I have this thing I don't know if I've ever told you this I have this 
I have like a lot of philosophies, but I have this one where I'm like, I want to let the world destroy me. And I don't mean that literally, like as in like, oh, kill me, right? Yeah. I mean that. I get it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, be open, use everything I got so that when I like die, I used up everything. Oh, okay. I'm not like guarded by the world because of what it's done to me. I'm like, no, I accept it, it. I bring it in. I accept I what happens and I don't like, of course I would be upset with if, like things don't go my way or like I lose people in my <laughs> life. Like Only yeah. being human. Yeah. yeah. Again, I'm participating in life, <laughs> but I, I also, I don't want to be judgmental of life. We're all dying at different rates, you know? And so I try to be accepting of that. And so that's what I mean by like, I let, I want to let the world kind of destroy me in that way. Like in a very, <laughs> positive way and then 50 shades (laughs) (laughs) no whips and everything like chain me up (laughs) no but like i think that's a very to me i think that's a cool way to look at it i know it sounds very (laughs) no no i get it so you're you're just accepting of what the world brings on to you and you want to you want to experience it yeah yeah because i mean i have my moments where i'm like i am afraid of certain things happening but i again like i try not to stay in it too long like i let it go it play its course you know, but I, and sometimes it comes back. Feelings that come back are feelings that never went away, right? So, oh. so. I think, you know, do you ever think of past relationships? Yes. You're right. I'm sure we all do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's important to, like what you're saying, like to face them. Yeah. You know, if you're holding on to something, it's, it's detrimental to you. Yeah. I don't you know, want to get to the like, end of my life and be like, oh, I didn't get to do this. and Or like, I, I regret that. doing saying I this to this person. Feeling, yes. I'm I like, hate no. that feeling. And don't you, when you're about to do something, or if you don't, you know, like you're, you're on the, you're on the tipping point. Do I do it? Do I not? Do I say it? Do I do it? Oh, yes. You know, um, it's, it's always crossing my mind of being like, will I regret it? Will I regret oh, never doing it? Like not knowing what could have been the outcome, yeah. right? Whether, right? Whether if it's a relationship or or, or an experience yeah. in life, do you is it better to live with regrets or is it better to live uh, with very little? Because you're always going to regret something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you regret even doing that action mm-hmm. that you that you thought. Well, I regret it. Huh, it turns out I did. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, yeah. but, but at least, you know, you yes. know, you might regret it, but at least, you know, and so you can look back and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad that I, that I got to experience that. Yeah. You know, I've told you, I still haven't yet though. And we're not going to get into it, but remember the thing that I told you that I was, I was never provided the opportunity to say how I felt about something. And I was like, I'm going <laughs> to, that still has to happen, but I'm going to do it. And I told you that you I was still haven't. Do it. I haven't yet because I've been lately. Uh, it's been on my mind lately, and I need to do it so that I can yes. be done with it. Yes. Um, but that's why during this year, like the lockdown, when lockdown happened, like I already was going through stuff before that, where I was going to every person who I care about and having conversations with them about the next decade of my life or just the next rest of my life. Yeah. And I was like, because if you're gonna hold on to them for the next decade, you're gonna be around <laughs> for a whole life, right? Uh, there's a seven-year mark. I'll tell you that later. But um, 
So I would talk to everyone who I, I I'm pretty close. I'm very personable with everyone, mm-hmm. but there was people in my life that I was like, I need to have conversations with this this person. And because they, I remember you going around to every one of them, <laughs> yeah. You were, and I was like, let's have dinner. Goodness. Let's talk. I know. <laughs> and I was like, I want to talk. Like, and for me, I wanted to do that because, like, again, I told you that I wanted to have people in my life where I wasn't afraid to be straightforward with them. Like, I want people in my life where they're gonna call me out on things, and and uh, I call them out on things, and like it come from a place of love you know like where I, I care about this person and i want them in my life and i want them because i value what they contribute and because they're genuine and they're willing to be open about a lot of things not that i don't have friends that aren't like every i have different types of friends you have different types of friends yeah. but there's like very specific people i felt this connection with you and i want i'm letting you know so i've been more vocal on how i feel about things and it's been scary sometimes yeah. i mean there's one where i told you that i still haven't done but i'm like putting yourself out there with the people you care about is like the scariest thing but i started last year and i was like i want to be mindful of it and like do it with every person that I think, especially when I was going through a, through a transition in terms of like changing where I worked, because like you spend most of your time with people you work. I would hope that I would still have those, those connections, yeah, and those relationships. And when it when you think one thing and then it has been one sided, it sucks. But I don't want to live with the what if of the what if, that right. situation. You know, I think that's great. Um, do you think? You having that kind of connection with them, do you think that if they didn't have that same connection with you, is it better to just let them go? Like, are they showing you the same love that you give them? Um, or is it okay? Not. Or is it okay if they don't? It's you okay know? if they don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay it's... if they don't, and and I don't hold it against them, but I want them to know that that's how I feel about it. Okay. You know, and I'm not expecting them to like, oh yeah, do the. I'll, I'll I feel it. like that too. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like. I don't expect it, but I think if you're able to do that, I think it makes people think about, wow, maybe I should try to do that more for the people I think are important. It makes a trickle effect. You know, it might not be for me, but it might be for some. Like, I think when people are more open that way and vulnerable with each other, it allows them to be able to explore that within themselves to do as well. Out of all the people that I've talked to, there's only one that's that I've kept more of that uh, friendship with. There's a mutual understanding, like yeah, yeah. like you're you're a really yeah. good friend to me too, and oh, like okay, yeah. and that yeah. that friend, shout out to Dan. He lives in New York now. Uh, he has his, him and his wife. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 cool. yeah. They're, they're cool. cool, man. Dan, he and the fact that he lives in a different state and we still like keep up with each other. And I keep up with him and his family and like how they're doing over there. I'm like, that's cool. It, and it, ne- it was never hard work. You know, like it just felt it just that was natural, like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. You yeah, know, the other people, I still consider them close friends, too. But like in terms of how I want to build that friendships, he was one that out of how many ever I was, I had conversations like that with. He's the one that kind of stood out to me the most because he literally lives somewhere else. We talk like time hasn't passed. You know? I'm so terrible at that. Oh, really? Yeah. Connecting like, again with people? Yeah. But not, maybe not connecting so or much. Or just like reaching out because I'm in a, in a day of technology like where I could just hit all of them up on a mass text or do whatever. Um, I don't. 
because it's almost uh, like I don't consider those people close and I don't think they consider me close, right? Um, and I know we've had this conversation before. It's like, I got enough friends, right? <laughs> uh, but I can always have more acquaintances and those acquaintances can become very close friends. Yeah. You know? We like, became friends. Yeah, yeah. And I've only known like, you for... You were just like random guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 You were a friend I of a friend like... of a friend. Yeah, and... I feel like I've known you for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like I've known it you for like seven that. years. Since we're, you know, talking about life. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Um, blood family is is very important mm-hmm. right but that's not a family you get to choose right but they're the people most likely to stick by you mm-hmm. in the harshest of times unless you have a really bad family well Oof. Yeah. You, there's some you know. situations like that yeah there are um but the family that you get to choose those are people that like you you have this connection that you can always pick up but i think it's important to have a family that you can that you that you choose you learn what is it like you're the accumulation of the five people you hang oh, out with the yeah. most mm-hmm. right and there's some truth to that like you are who you hang out with all yeah. those sayings there there are some mm-hmm. truth to it because you're constantly bouncing ideas off those minds you know and some of my friends <laughs> you know what they're all good people and good-hearted you know and that's what i like about them the most you uh, learn from them you do yeah weird conversations and those ones that you can't have with your blood family mm, yeah you know where where you're you're drunk on a sunday <laughs> you know and you're just like i love you guys you know <laughs> but when you say hey i love you man that you mean it you know yeah and that it, it comes from not a place that you're forced to you have to say it yeah that you exactly like what you were saying earlier like hey i want to tell you that you're really important to me yeah. And you don't have to say that back, but I just want to let you know. Yeah. And that kind of chosen family, you you almost have, you can either say it or me, I'm very dense of a person. And so my emotions aren't at the highest <laughs> of IQs. You've gotten better. Yeah, I've gotten better, I'd say. But um, it's sort of like a bond by choice is stronger yeah. than a bond by blood. Well, bond by blood has its uh, has its strength, but you can also choose to your family. Like you can choose to have that bond with your family. Yeah, you know, so you can still keep it within the family as well. But the choice is yours yeah. in terms of how you are going to deal with that. Yeah, having a relationship where you're not forced to do things or say things you don't want to say. Yeah, you know, and that even though you're being judged. Right, because it, because judgment is what is it, your opinion. It happens. Yeah, but I mean, there's initial judgment. There is no initial what. judgment. Yeah, yeah, because you have to judge what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. But to hold it against somebody, but that's where it it's wrong. Somebody. Yeah, yeah. You know, chosen group of friends. It's like, hey, uh, call me out on my shit, or tell me I'm wrong, or but anything. But it's it's you have an underlying foundation of love and respect. Yeah. Because that's really important. Yes. Right? Love and respect. There's not, not like raising a child with fear and respect. <laughs> I don't know if you have children out there, but fear and respect, that goes a long way. You know how I feel about love, though. 
Um, it is a love language. I don't know which one you... No, I'm just kidding. I don't, no, know. I don't believe in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Doesn't exist. I okay, let's, let's... That's another podcast. That. Yeah, yeah. We're going to mix that in with relationships. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying it's not as valuable as what people say it is. Love? We'll get back to you on that. It's undefined. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll define it later on in a different podcast. Well, it's uh, undefined. I love that. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. On back to the friends thing, it's just in life, it's important to, to have those relationships to bounce off of. Because yeah. in my opinion, people aren't meant to be by themselves. You know? Yeah, unfortunately. Whether it's one person, two <laughs> people, right? At least have two people in your life because that one person probably can't hold everything like yeah. you, you are. Yeah. You know? But two it's people in your life. Yeah, it's not fair to that one other person. Uh, um, but a group is always nice because they, they, they can handle it together instead of alone. Yeah. Um, Community. But I think uh, life is life is what you make it. No regrets to, to go with the flow. Go with the flow. Yeah, don't push against it. Just go with it. <laughs> That was what I was going to tell you right now as our, like, as an outro question was how would you define life currently? Nothing is forever. Like you grow and you change the meaning of things to you. So like life now, currently, how do you define it for yourself? But you kind of answered it a little bit. Yeah. Um, But how would you concise that answer? Whoa. You are giving me a lot right now. <laughs> I don't know how to define that because I think life is always going to be undefined yeah. and it's always going to be different for everyone. Yeah. But I think those key points that we were talking about is is a great way to, to have an introspective look into your own life and to be, I'm not alone in this. I need to humble myself grounded mm. right wow that's that Good was great around. because it's i mean that's that's a lot because people get caught up in their feels mm-hmm. you know and i get it <laughs> i like the feels yeah but... no, i hate the feels <laughs> feels are dumb hey the feels give you songs ah, they Music. sure do they give you the best songs <laughs> they do i like sad songs <laughs> not just wow. sad songs sometimes there's some good like yeah. uplifting songs that come from feels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. What about you? Me? Like I said, like, currently, I would say I would define life as... Uh, there isn't a good answer. Yeah, there yeah. isn't. That's the thing. Because I'm like, people are so hard on each other because of that. You know? I'm like, like you said, with the religion, like, some people live in religion, and, like, that's how they want to live their life. Some people don't believe in religion and that's how they want to live their life. And some people have all these different ways of living their life. And everyone thinks that theirs is the right one. And it's like, no, no, just relax. Yeah. Don't be so you, were, you, were, you were lucky enough to live and grow up in the circumstances that you were given that led you to believe that. And somebody else in the other side of the world had the same thing, but in a different way. Yeah. As long as no one's hurting each other, then... You know, you just live life and see how it work, how it plays out for you. Don't try to live it for other people. Oh, you know? wow. 
<laughs> that was it. That yet. was the answer. That was it. That's it. That we'll, was that's where we end this. Yes. <laughs> Don't try to that. live it. Can you say that one more time? Don't live <laughs> life for other people. Yeah. That is <laughs> wonderful. Um, I think that's the that most, is good. That's wow. the most okay. heartfelt thing because because the rules, even though like those little points that we made, like you can't live. You can't live life for someone else. No. You can't live life to someone else, through someone else. No. You have to just live it in yourself. Yes. You know? Ah, there you go. That That's was it. great. That was the one. Live life for <laughs> yourself. You know? With others. Yeah, share. Share it. Share an experience with people. But you have to live life yourself. Yeah. No one can live it for you. Ah. There you go. On that note. This is undecided. Join us next time. Undecided. Undefined, undefined. bro. <laughs> that already got me. I'm undecided about life now. Oh, are you going to say your um, your exit? Are you still going to keep that? Maybe I shouldn't remind you. Oh, you know uh, yeah. I totally forgot. Because I totally forgot the name of this show. <laughs> it's undefined, y'all. It's just to make sure it's undefined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, undefined. Undefined. And today was life. And yeah. Drive safe, live dangerously. <laughs> and we're out.